Welcome to another episode of Dr. Me First. It's me, your colleague in medicine and coach in life, Dr. Aaron Frickin' Wiseman. And I am talking today with Dr. Michelle Ding. She had me on her podcast, then we did a switch-o, change-o, and she came over to Dr. Me First. And we're going to talk about balance and specifically how she's learning to find balance in her own life in a lot of different areas. She's an anesthesia badass. She talks about how yoga influenced her life, the burnout that she went, and now how fitness continues to be a main influencer. Let's get into this podcast and stick around afterwards for my kick of encouragement. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Michelle Ding. It's so Hi. great to have you. I feel like I just saw you. <laughs> exactly. If you guys haven't figured out yet, we podcasted on her podcast, the Wish Well podcast. So if you want to hear me chit chat a lot, go over and catch that episode. But now it's your turn, Michelle. So tell awesome. us a little bit about yourself. So um, my name is Michelle. I was born and raised in Houston. I went to medical school here in Houston and then did my anesthesia training in Galveston. Then I uh, completed a pain management fellowship in San Antonio. So I was actually in practice for about a year or so before I started feeling a little burnt out. And um, I decided to take a yoga teacher training. So I did that. And then after that, it was like I wanted to do more in the arena of health and wellness. And I was, I remember distinctly, I was feeling really burnt out dealing with chronic pain patients, Googling at our computer training center, like yoga and medicine, and popped up with a bunch of different various fellowships. And one in particular, the Integrative Medicine Fellowship Program at the University of Air sort of just spoke to me. And I just felt felt the need to complete this training. And so I completed my um, integrative medicine fellowship training, which is a mind-body type of therapy alongside with traditional medicine. So I completed that um, in 2018. And um, then from there, fitness just became more and more a part of my life. And I know it's a long story, but um, I also became Legree certified. And so I teach Legree fitness as well. So that's kind of my quick story in a nutshell. Girl, you don't have to be quick here, you know <laughs> but I love it. So anesthesia, feeling the crispies of burnout, got you some yoga in your life that mm-hmm. made things a little bit better, but felt like the push to keep moving. And so yes. integrative medicine and then focusing on, on fitness. Mm-hmm. How is it now? Like, do you, do you incorporate all those different areas? Or are you leaning into one more than the other? Well, so I still practice clinically 100%, but on the weekends and obviously with the pandemic, it's kind of put things kind of, you know, all over the place. But on the weekends, I would teach Ligree Fitness. And so it would be a whole, it would be so much fun because I would be able to teach for my friends and um, they would come to the studio and I would teach them. And then on the weekdays, I would have my clinical practice. So for me, it was kind of balancing everything. So (laughs) I love that. And your word today is actually balance. Yes. So tell me a little bit more why you picked that word. Well, I think for a while I I struggled with kind of doing a little bit of everything and it was, I am a first generation Vietnamese American. So my parents actually immigrated here from Vietnam and I was born in Houston. I was born in America. And so I had a lot of um, 
um, opposing forces in my life. So, you know, I had my parents who were um, trying to enforce all of the Asian kind of principles, respect your elders and do math. Like <laughs> it was um, just a lot of these opposing factors. And at the same time, I was, I'm American. And so um, for a long time growing up, um, even up until after my training or during my training, I just felt very overwhelmed with trying to do everything and be everything for everyone. And I was um, really losing myself in the process. So um, it wasn't until pretty recently, just within the last couple of years that I felt that these are all part of who I am, um, you know, doing the fitness, doing the medicine, being Vietnamese and <laughs> being a, a wife, a mom, a daughter and all of that. Um, it was about for me finding that, that balance. Mm, you know, yeah. one thing that I make my people do whenever I'm coaching them is to construct a quilt of themselves mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because so many times we think we're just like plain Jane vanilla and we're just all one thing. But like you said, there's so many components that make you, you that when you make those little squares of blocks that you're like, Oh yeah, I am more than just a physician or more than just a mom. And then that helps you to like bring awareness to those areas and like nurture, like you said, like the fitness side that you, you wanted that and, mm -hmm. and to make that so much bigger. And so I love that you're talking about being like a wholehearted person. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit more as far as where do you see yourself in maintaining this balance as you move forward? Um, I have a lot of ideas. Um, it is it is hard. Like I started doing the Wishwell podcast, which is the Women's Integrative Summit on Health and Wellness, originally as a women's health conference that was supposed to take place in Houston. It was actually supposed to take place um, this weekend. <laughs> Um, that's been, yeah, that's been postponed because of the pandemic. But in the meantime, I started this podcast and, um, and that's been a really big source of joy for me, which I never thought that I would really enjoy, you know, speaking on a podcast. I actually didn't even start listening to podcasts until maybe about six months ago. And everybody was talking about, you know, Dr. Death and, <laughs> and all those, those crime, true crime podcasts. And I was like, I'm more of a book person. I'm not really into podcasts, listening to people talk, but um, I just started listening to podcasts, um, starting with true crime and then starting with um, some other inspiring podcasts. And I just got really into it. And uh, so the idea to start the podcast just came to me whenever we were getting things ready for the conference, I thought, okay, I'll just interview some of our presenters and have them on the podcast just kind of to coincide with the conference. And it kind of developed from there where um, it just became a lot of fun for me. And so where I, where do I see myself kind of putting this all together? I'm really like, honestly, not sure. And it's funny because I was actually just thinking the other day that, um, that I just have to trust the process, right? And we talk about that a lot with yoga trusting the process practice and all is coming it's all about the journey and everything so I mean right now um, you know I'm, I'm trying to balance my clinical work with my fitness life with the podcast and it sounds like a lot but I really do enjoy all those aspects and I just have to see where the journey takes me mm, and isn't that so hard in our like type a perfectionistic tendencies as female physicians like we want to know what the end result is going to be before we oh even start gosh. the thing. 
yes. <laughs> and that's what I struggle with because like, you know, I think about, you know, I really do enjoy the integrative medicine principles that I've learned. I'm having some challenges with incorporating it into a very traditional practice um, just because it's not, I'm an employee, it's not my practice. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely do struggle with not knowing um, and wanting to know what my life is going to look like or what it's supposed to look like. And I know you're not supposed to say supposed to, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you can say, you can sub out the word supposed to is like what you dream for it mm -hmm. to be, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah, because with that, then that kind of makes the rules a little bit more flexible and mm -hmm. it gives space for life to happen and mm -hmm. for those like small miracles to happen. And mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times when we know that there's kind of a shift to happen, it's like, okay, do we listen to like the tickle of the feather? That's like, Hmm, maybe I should start a podcast with this conference or do you wait for like the two by four moment, which is like really <laughs> being burned out and making the shift. So I'm glad that you've done that, that you're, you've got that awareness and like listening to the feather and all of that. Yeah. Tell me how it's been with the women's conference and having to make the pivot um, because of COVID. Um, it was disappointing for sure. Um, I had actually came up with the idea of starting the Wishwell conference back in January. One of my good friends, um, she started an athletic wear company and she had, she had at that time a storefront. And so she invited me to come and speak about integrative medicine. And I came and talked to about 15 women and it was such this, this positive energy that I can't even describe. Um, like I, I might even cry thinking about it. It was just like this tingling sensation after I left and I was there for maybe about two hours and we were just talking about supplements and nutrition and getting moving and different things. And, and everybody shared their story about health and wellness as well. So it was such an inspiring place to be. And when I left, I had this buzzing sensation in my chest. And a like, I think the next morning I was um, on my way to work and I sat in my car and I just couldn't, I, it, it was such an overwhelming sensation in my chest. I texted my, my friend who owned that company and I texted her and I said, do you want to put on a women's health conference? And she immediately replied with yes, like an emoji, like yes. And um, so from there, it kind of, I, I also invited one of my other friends who is an anesthesiologist and a breast cancer survivor. And she is such an inspiration to me. Um, and the three of us decided we would just put on this conference without any experience at all. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, from there, and I can't even remember your question anymore. I'm like thinking about that night. Um, but from there, yeah, I, we, we just worked on getting together this conference and it, it became such, um, every time the three of us connected and, and talked about the conference, we just were just so excited about putting this on. And we had uh, one of my dietitian friends coming. We had one of my friends who's a nurse and a yoga teacher coming. We had somebody coming to talk about functional medicine. We had such a great lineup. And so, yeah, I mean, it was super disappointing when this all happened because because um, we knew we had to postpone it. But um, when I talked to my girlfriend, um, Emmeline, who has that athletic wear company, Elastic Athletics, um, she said something to the effect of, you know, after this is all over, this is going to be something that will be so incredible and something that so many people will want to be a part of. Absolutely. Yeah. You have, it's a great idea. I love it. And I think you have to follow your heart. It's just 
the timing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it will come. It will yeah. come. That reminds me too. My women in the wild retreat was supposed to happen this weekend as well. And that was mm-hmm. kind of the same roots where yours started from. It was me and my best friends were out in the woods going for a trail run. And I just looked at them and I was like, other women need this. Yeah. Never having put on a wilderness outdoor retreat before in my life, neither had they. <laughs> day. Um, we did it in the fall of 2018 and uh-huh. now do it every year, sometimes twice a year or more. And yeah, I had to cancel this one for the spring and it was going to be like what I felt like was the best one yet because uh-huh. we had had, you know, two years of of doing other ones and kind of knowing the flow and what we wanted and activities to do. And it's, I'll be honest, it's heartbreaking going into this coming weekend and knowing that like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, But I'm with you too. Like, but then I'm just sitting back and just holding to knowing that, okay, when it does, it's going to be freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think what's so nice, really, I mean, I don't want to say nice, but it is in, in a way with this pandemic is that it has allowed for me personally, a lot of self reflection to kind of think about what it is that I'm doing, what it is that I want to do and what it is that I'm passionate about doing. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, that's been total silver lining of COVID Mm -hmm. is to kind of make all of us shake our shit up and be Mm -hmm. like, what's the most important and how am I going to do that going forward? Mm -hmm. Michelle, I love this. I love how encouraging and inspiring that you all are. I'm going to have to come to Houston because this sounds like an amazing conference and who doesn't love Houston, right? It's an amazing place. Tell everybody a little bit about what would your final note of encouragement be for them? I would say to get moving. I mean, whether it is physically or mentally, um, I think that was the first thing that I thought of when you asked me this earlier. Um, I think, you know, with what I do in terms of the integrative medicine, the mind, like I, we, we learn a lot about mind body therapy. Um, a lot of what I do outside of medicine is about moving, whether it is, um, you know, a run outside or riding on the bike. I mean, I think it's just a matter of getting moving to to get to your next next goal or next step um, for me personally um, as I mentioned before I teach Legree fitness and that is a pretty high intense type of workout but personally what I needed during the time of the pandemic was a lot of yoga and um, that pretty much is my baseline which I neglected for a while <laughs> and uh, but it is exactly what I needed and so for me uh, the moving aspect, the mind-body aspect during this time of, you know, they say uncertain times was that I needed to move in a way that nourished my soul, which was yoga for me. Mm, I love that. I yeah. love that so much. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for this great conversation. I want to put another plug in for the Wishwell podcast. Everybody go check it out. It's a new one. It's got a good, fresh voice to it. And it's got a lot of great conversations. So if you're a follower, talk to me first. I really think you're going to love Wish Well as well. And tell them where else they can hang out with you online because you're fun. Oh, thank you. Um, so I'm pretty active on all social media handles. So um, I'm mostly on Instagram. I cross post a lot through Instagram, but um, it's the same everywhere. So it's Michelle Ding, MD. And uh, so M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-D-A-N-G-M-D. And so that's on Instagram, same thing on Facebook and on Twitter. 
and on LinkedIn. So every everywhere. And um, as you mentioned, the Wishwell podcast is also on Instagram. It's wishwell.health. And so catch me there. Dang, thanks so much for coming on Dr. Me First. I so appreciate you sharing your story and your message and just encouraging others that maybe there's a wish well in their heart, in their community in some way. So thank you so much for sharing that. And now for our kick of encouragement. It comes from my COVID being locked in, not able to go to my library. I've been rereading my bookshelves and I'm rereading Harry Potter. It's actually the first time that my kids have heard Harry Potter. So it's been so cool to sit down and read through these stories and see the excitement in them for the first time. Because like for me, I mean, I consume the books, the movies, haven't been to the amusement park, but still like I love it. I love it. And I feel like that's a lot of times in our journey as well. Like we travel through the whole Harry Potter series and we don't know what's going to happen and who really is the bad guy and who really isn't till we get to the end. And then we're like, oh, and then we start to see other people who are starting on that journey, too. And getting to walk alongside them is one of the biggest privileges that I have as a life coach. So just like I've been through burnout and moving through it. I love wrapping back around and helping people through their journey too. And saying that is because of my Kindle book that's out, Doctor Me First. You know, it really was the manual that was very cathartic to me as I was working through that time and space in my life. And now I get to hand it over to other people and be like, here, here's your little piece of magic. See how it can help you. So if you know someone who's maybe struggling and they need some help and you want to do it in a non-confrontational like hey you need to get your ass some help type of way can Kindle purchasing the Kindle book for them and gifting it to them and being like hey I listened to this crazy Dr. Wiseman woman and she wrote this thing and maybe it'll help you too wink wink I just encourage you to do that because you never know where people are and what kind of help that they need. And I'm just hoping that this Kindle book will reach out into the corners of the world and at least tell people, just like the Harry Potter series, there's always hope. And hopefully the good guy wins too, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, it's been so great talking with you guys today. Thanks so much for being listeners of Dr. Me First. Consider a plugging in in other communities, if not here, then in other places or in the Patreon group. And just know you really are not alone. And change absolutely is possible. And your life, your calling, your pulse matters. <laughs> <laughs>